0: Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals, subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast from. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, although right now in the offseason, we've kicked it back down to three shows a week. Uh, We'll ramp back up to five shows a week as spring training begins, and it's still the only three-show week podcast about the Kansas City Royals, so be sure to check it out and to tune in wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, On today's show, let's talk about what's happening in baseball and kind of kind of regroup from this wild weekend of news. And some news does correlate directly to the Royals, and other news is just about baseball in general. Uh, so it's it's been an interesting last 72-ish hours or so where baseball's actually making some moves happen as we get closer and closer to being time to report. I mean, we're already in mid-January. These teams are going to start reporting here pretty soon to their spring training uh, complexes and getting the season uh, started pretty quickly here. This episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Go to BiltBar.com. Use promo code Locked On. You're going to get 20% off your next order at BiltBar.com. You've had some lesser moves and some big moves all over the place. You've had uh, some low-key moves like John Lester moving over to the Nationals, which, God forbid, if there's a reason why this league needs to consolidate itself again and only play a regional schedule that would directly impact Kansas City if you're only playing the Cubs and the and the NL Central and AL Central. The Cubs have gotten significantly worse this offseason so far, but again, I don't foresee that happening. I do think that they're going to play 162, and it's going to be a normal season, as normal as it can be uh, for this year, but the Padres, yet again, made another big splash, and the Padres are doing really what every team should be doing right now, uh, and and We always talk about exploiting markets and exploiting market inefficiencies in baseball. That's kind of like the big go-to phrase for baseball and inventing new ways to win, trying to be innovative, trying not to be cookie cutter. And the Padres are doing that. The Padres are looking around. The Padres are looking at the fact that 28 other teams in baseball do not want to win right now. 28 other teams in baseball would rather save money than improve their baseball team would rather protect their bottom line than improve their baseball team. And the Padres are saying, okay, well, while you guys are going to zig, we're going to zag and we're just going to acquire every asset possible. The luxury tax be damned. We're just going to to do our best to improve this team right now while we can buy some maybe more expensive pieces on the cheap. We're going to be regressing from that World Series team that they were at or going to be a lot happier to go to to Petco Park in San Diego than they are to go to PNC Park, where they just traded away Joe Musgrove to the Padres Padres yesterday. So they're taking advantage of everything that they can right now. And I think that in the long run, while they're spending more money on the front end, it could generate them more money on the back end. Look, if you right now don't have a favorite baseball team, which I imagine you do if you're listening to Lock-On Royals, but if you don't have a favorite NL team, for example, the Padres are going to be a very... Interesting choice and, and a choice that people rally around to to get attached to. And the moment you start looking around at other teams and the moment you start following the storylines of the other teams, that's how you can steal fans and that's how you can acquire fans for life. And the Padres are doing everything they can right now to acquire fans. While everyone else in baseball is counting their money and, and hoping that they can just somehow magically Increase the revenue, no matter if they're winning baseball games or losing them. The Padres are going for it. Now, sadly for the Padres, I think that they might be in this weird situation where they're the absolute best team if they were playing in the NL East, or... If they were playing in the NL Central, they'd be the, the very, very, very best team without question. If they were playing in the AL Central, they'd be the very best team without question. If they are playing in the in the AL West, they'd be the very best team without question. If they were playing in the AL East, they'd be the very best team without question in that division. But you're playing in the same division as the Dodgers right now, so even with all these moves, I'm not so sure that the Padres win that division, and if they were in any other division, I would hand them the, the division title right now, right this very moment. I would hand it to them Wouldn't even need to see them play this this season. Wouldn't need to see anything happen. I would believe that they'd go wire to wire and win the division. If they're fully healthy, if they're ready to go, even even with uh, Clevenger out for this season, they still win any other division except for that NL NL West going away. And look, they still might win the the NL West for sure, but it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of late nights staying up watching West Coast baseball and being interested in West Coast baseball. So the Padres are doing a great job right now, acquiring you Darvish, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove. Uh, They almost have too much pitching. Now, pitching is the currency of baseball. You can't really ever have too much because injuries, if they're going to happen, are mostly going to happen to your pitchers. And so even as you look at their rotation and and, and even moving a year into the future where they're going to have Musgrove and Snell and uh, Lament and Clevenger and Darvish but they also have McKinsey Gore coming up, and they have still uh, talent in that pipeline. It'll be interesting for sure to see what all happens uh, for this sport of baseball with the Padres, who, again, hats off to them. They're, they are taking advantage of the fact that no one else is making moves, the fact that they can sit here on their perch and just go for it and with no real challenger outside of New York. Outside of the Mets, there's no real challenger. The Jays keep coming close, and and to that extent, I I wonder how much of it is legit, right, with the Jays? Because in in a season, in an off-season in which nobody's spending money and nobody's just tossing money around left and right, I find it hard to believe that if the Jays really wanted somebody, if the Jays really want to sign somebody, that it wouldn't have happened, that they'd keep having this Boston Celtics syndrome of, oh, we would have we would have had this guy, but you know they just upped our offer by $1 million. They, or they just, they just did enough to, to edge out our offer for this guy. If you keep getting beat in this market for baseball, you're simply not trying hard enough. That's just the bottom line. If the Jays really wanted George Springer, they should have had him two days ago. They should have had him two weeks ago, two months ago. Nobody's offering him money. Nobody's offering anyone money. If you want the guy, go get the guy. And the Jays aren't doing that. And they just somehow magically become that second-place team in the sweepstakes for every single player. And so I wonder how much of that is just the Jays leaking out, that they were in the running, when in reality they, they weren't really competitive. And they're just trying to sell their fan base on them giving the appearance of trying. It's interesting to see and uh, what the Jays are doing right now. But but still, you have the Mets, and you have the Padres, and you can even throw the Jays in there a little bit, of teams trying to contend for, for big-name players. And the rest of baseball is just twiddling their, twiddling their thumbs, sitting idly by, waiting until they can count more money as, as fans can enter the stadium uh, in this coming season. So it, it's interesting, and you got to give credit to San Diego for doing that. And the Royals have been very active this offseason as well. Now, of course, they have not jumped into the big moves. They have not made the, the Blake Snell move, which I, I didn't want them to do. They have not made uh, you know, a, a Joe Musgrove move or things like that. But they've still done enough, and they've still improved their team when they could have easily just sat back and, and and done nothing. And that's what the that's what the pirates have done. They've sat back and done nothing until they oh wait, trade away their best pitcher. We're going to talk about more news and notes around baseball coming up. I do want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag, sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, and whenever you sign up for that free account, you're going to be able to bet on any sport you can imagine. You can bet on the Chiefs to win the AFC right now, you can bet on them to win the Super Bowl, you can bet on who you think the Super Bowl matchup will be. It, it is just, there's just so much to do over at BetOnline.ag. You can bet on college hoops, you can bet on the NBA, you can bet on the future bets for who's going to win the World Series, uh, who's going to go to the baseball postseason, who's going to win each division, uh, over-unders for Kansas City and other teams around baseball. There's just always something to check out at betonline.ag. So do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and use promo code LOCKEDON to utilize your free account and a 50% uh, 50 welcome bonus on your first deposit. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off your next order. And whenever you do, they have six brand new flavors: Kimberly Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia. Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. I love the Cookies and Cream built Bar. You need to go get you a box of those today right now. The bars are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They are great for the health-conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. They are phenomenal. So right now, go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off your next order. Promo code locked on, 20% off your next order at builtbar.com. Personally, I think that they're extremely filling. You can use them pre workout, post workout, or even as a meal replacement. They are just that good. And so you should go check them out today. They are by far the best protein bar on the market. They are better than anything out there right now. So, builtbar.com, promo code locked on, 20% off your next order. And if you do want to take advantage of betonline.ag, listen to Locked On Bets. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts from. And so we are back on Locked On Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow the show on Twitter uh, at Locked On Royals. And so I want to continue talking about the news around baseball. We talked about John Lester a little bit. I don't see that as a, as a earth-shattering move. I don't think that that really improves the Nationals all that much. The Padres trading for Joe Musgrove, I think, really improves their team. Because it's kind of the same argument. That you see in Kansas City right now, uh, you know, Joe Musgrove is not an ace of a rotation the way he was in Pittsburgh, but if you move him down to a three or a four or five, which in the Padres rotation, he'll move to about a four or five, then he becomes really, really good and really efficient, uh, and so that is a heck of a number four starter for any team in baseball, and to be able to comfortably have him at four or five, Great for their rotation and great for their depth, especially if you deal with injuries along the way, which you can just account that, sadly, you're going to have to deal with some uh, moving forward, as every single team has in the course of baseball history and will forevermore. Uh, But there was a bit of a sad story uh, yesterday that went out from ESPN and Jeff Passan and Mina Kimes. Um, You can listen to more about it on ESPN Daily for the actual report of it all. Look, I, I cannot even put into words how Disgusting! This act is that happened with a uh, Mets GM who sent 50 bajillion messages that went unanswered, and then for some reason sent an unsolicited picture of his private area uh, to a reporter who has now left journalism and still wants to remain anonymous uh, as to not face backlash in her country. Um, You know, I I just I can't even put in the words how disappointing these kind of stories are and the challenges that. Women in sports face, I think, is um, something that you should really think about today and reflect about today. Look, there is a lot of people who don't like this podcast who think that during the season, uh, whenever you're breaking down each game of Royals baseball and they're not playing well, and you point that out, they view that as a negative, a negative feat and a negative, I should say, um, discussion and dialogue about Kansas city baseball. Whenever I view it as I'm just breaking down what I'm seeing in front of me. But even though many people have disagreed with, with my takes along the way, I've been doing this for a long time, even though people disagree, uh, it never gets to an uncomfortable level. Um, It it never gets to a threatening level. It it never gets to um, a a gross level. You can yell at me. You can cuss me out. uh, You can say that you could do my job 10 times better than I can. But it's never this. It is never what women in sports deal with every single day. And I. so I, I just cannot speak on this topic. I just cannot properly do this topic justice. And so I really encourage you to take the time out of your day to head on over to Locked On Mets because not only has Ryan done a good job covering the story, but he did have on uh, Gabrielle Starr, who is the host of Locked On Red Sox, and also our social media coordinator with Locked On MLB. And so she's been doing this a long time as well. She has a huge platform and she has dealt with the same things. And so her perspective on this and the the added experience she brings in this topic and, and her story really can open up more eyes to what's going on. It's not an isolated incident. This is not one or two things you hear about each and every year. Uh, this is something that happens every single day to women in sports, and it's why that they don't feel welcomed here, and they should. They should feel very welcome in this place. No, Nobody has a better understanding about sports just because you're a man or a woman. It makes no difference. Just like it makes no difference if you've played Major League Baseball or not, you can still enjoy the sport and talk about the sport and break the sport down. So it, it is sad each and every time that we see stories like this, and they happen uh, far too frequently, and even one time happening is, is way too many. But I would, again, encourage you to go listen to Locked On Mets. That's, that's kind of the biggest story in baseball right now, and I, I cannot give a good perspective on it outside of just reiterating how disappointing and disgusting and despicable it is. And, you know, the Mets did fire uh, this gentleman. That is a great step in the right direction for that organization. And baseball is investigating him right now uh, and looking at possible suspensions and and barring him from holding another job in baseball. My heart goes out to the journalist that was involved in this and any other woman out there who has dealt with this same sort of thing. Again, I I just cannot even put myself in those shoes because when people disagree with me, it it never gets to that kind of level. It, It just gets to you're stupid, you're an idiot, and then you move on about your day. So to deal with it in that capacity, I can't really talk on. I can just say how much I vehemently disagree with it. But you should really listen to the conversation that Gabriel had on Locked on Mets. So be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on Locked on Royals.